and the mostest if you know what i'm saying today we have a special guest today introduce yourself my man who are you how's it going i'm sage sterling all right sage Shirley in the building if i had a little fire effect how you doing today i'm doing pretty good man life is just chill amongst the corona if you know what i'm saying but I wanted to have you on here, you know, because you replied to who wants to be a guest on Talks with AQ and you came through and you're here now. So what do you do on a daily, like your occupation career wise? Well, currently I'm a photographer and whenever stuff is filming, a background actor. Oh, snap. Background actor. That's new. Yeah. How'd you get into that? Well, there was a movie that was being filmed up here in Raven County called Hillbilly Elegy. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it hasn't came out yet. It's, it was supposed to come out in about a month, but I think it got pushed back. Oh, but wow. it's, yeah, it's the next movie coming from uh, det- director Ron Howard. Mm-hmm. So they were looking for extras and stuff in the paper, and my whole family saw and was like, yo, let's apply. And my grandmother actually got a role, which soon got upgraded to an actual character in speaking role. Wow. Okay. So yeah, we got to meet Ron Howard, meet Amy Adams, talk with a bunch of them. And I got in on a later scene where they were supposed to be at Yale Law School as like a student. Mm-hmm. Wow. You've been up to great things. Like I saw, um, I don't remember what it was. I don't know if it was your Instagram, but you had a, had like a little like, little footage of you like holding a gun like a scene or something i was like oh man sage is official out here he's on set yeah what is going i'm on? strapped yeah, for real <laughs> strapped for <laughs> yeah that was for from real, um that was from blue ridge a uh, movie that just came out the other day on uh voodoo on voodoo talk a little bit more yeah. about voodoo like what's voodoo, so voodoo is- Voodoo is kind of like a streaming service, just like everything else, but more mm. kind of like you rent stuff off of it, stuff like that. Right. But yeah, it was a good little uh, movie filmed up here as well. But I've been in, I think, about seven or eight uh, movies and TV shows as of now. Oh, snap. Seven or eight movies or TV shows? Oh, dang, yeah. bro. I'm going to see you on all the streaming sets, like Hulu, Netflix, like... <laughs> Wait, weren't you on a Netflix show? On the big screen, too. Weren't you on a Netflix show, too? I was, technically. Uh, I was on the new uh, Teenage Bounty Hunter show that just came out. Oh, fan. I was real? a pizza delivery guy, but they cut my scene. Yeah. Oh, they cut it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Man, they see this pizza man, bro. Oh, goodness. I would love to see that. Just, I'm still going to be in... <laughs> If I watched that, I wouldn't have worried about the show. I would just watch it just to see you like that one scene. You know, say, I know that guy. I know. Thank him. you. Thank you. Uh, still to oh. come out. I'm got I'm in the uh, the new Suicide Squad that's coming out next year. Oh, you're in that? Um. Yeah, I'm one of the extras in one of the final scenes. Wow. So that's good. Wow. As well as uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. With Dang. Marvel, you know. Oh, the new one? The new new. Oh. Yeah. And a uh, Chris Pratt's new movie should be coming out next year. Dang, so how does one get involved as an extra? If you could explain for the people. We have some, like, uh, patrons listening. One patron to be exact, Cheyenne Marie. She is a patron on my Patreon. So she got the early access to coming to the Zoom meeting and watch and also pitch in any questions. But, yeah, um, talk to the people how they can get involved as an extra. Well, I always thought it was a much harder process than it is. And I mean, it's still difficult. I don't want to undermine what I do. But mm-hmm. basically, there's a few casting agencies um, 
you know, on Facebook and on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And you pretty much, they put out casting calls for what they need. And if you fit that look or the like body type they're going for, you just mm. send in a few pictures and your like stats as far as like what kind of clothes you wear and stuff like that. And oh, okay. basically they'll send you, yeah, they'll send you the information, tell you to show up and then they'll pay you. Okay. All right. You've been, you've been making, make some, make some change off that. I see you. I see you. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> uh, as, as I yeah, know. I'm trying to work my way. All right. As I know, you also have your own business. And I also had you like take some photos for me when we were in college. If y'all didn't know, we went to the same college. Um, this guy is a pretty, you know, innovative dude. Like he had his business from the get go. Like he drove his car around and had his website on there from the get go. And he he was ready to go. So how'd you get that started? Well, it pretty much started when I was a kid because my mm -hmm. mother was a photographer. Wow. So. I kind of grew up being a model and being behind the camera. Um, so I've just kind of, yeah, I've always like been in that kind of space, but I never really did much with it until I think two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, there was a convention that was happening down in Atlanta and they were mm -hmm. looking for volunteers and stuff. And uh, I signed up and they put me in the coverage crew, which basically was like the photographers and videographers for the entire mm -hmm. convention. And I was put on a team with people from Sweden, like about eight people from Sweden and like two other people from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And these people, they've been shooting like 10 plus years, had setups and equipments that were worth more than my car. Wow. And I just walk in here, basically no experience. I mean, I had a little growing up, but no like professional experience. Mm -hmm. And my photos were standing up to like some of theirs. And I'm like, dang, I can actually do this. So okay. I just, after that was done, I'm like, hey, why not make a business? Right. So how successful has it like gotten like since you like first started to now? Like I've seen like so many posts, your social media has been growing exponentially because you've been involved in cons and stuff. So how has that been growing? It's definitely with everything I do, it just seems to keep getting more and more big. I mean, I started out basically doing free shoots for friends, whoever I could get. Mm-hmm. But now I have people I don't even know coming out of here trying to work with me. I have magazines <laughs> doing interviews with me. Oh, man. man. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. I also saw, like, you did, like, concerts and stuff, too. And I was like, oh, snap. You're getting official on this, too. Like, you, you, you're doing it everywhere, every which way. So that's big props to you. Do you have a favorite moment in your photography career that you always reflect back on? Ooh, that's a little rough. I probably have to say. <laughs> I mean, I've only been doing it two years, but I was looking the other day. I've done, I'm almost to like 100 photo shoots that I've done. Wow. And like, I think 12 events in that time. Mm -hmm. But probably the, probably the most defining would be the first convention that I did, which was DreamHack. And just getting to meet all these different people and getting into that space, like thrown head first, basically. Mm -hmm. It just, and talking about the concert photography, uh, they have concerts each night at these conventions uh -huh. and being the coverage crew in that we get to get up on stage and get up to actually meet these people and be within, you know, like two feet of these people as they're performing and stuff. And it's just the energy and the feeling up there is incredible. That's amazing, dude. Amazing. <laughs> so here's another question I usually ask for people on the show. It's what inspires you? Because Talks with AQ is all about motivation and things. But what inspires you? I think, I don't know. I just, whenever I have my camera in hand, I'm always looking at everything in kind of like a photo way of like, you're just looking through the world like it's a photo. Mm -hmm. So I'm really inspired by, I'll just be walking down the street and I'll see someone and I'm like, yo, I could see that on a magazine cover or, yo, that would look good up above my couch in my room. Right. And just that kind of inspires me to keep going and be like, hey, I could be anywhere at any point and just get this photo that people could look at a hundred years from now and still be like, wow. Wow. 
So has wow. any has anyone been inspired by your photography? Like told you like, wow, like thank you. Like this made my day. Yeah, I mean a lot of people come a lot of the people I shoot with are like so amazed and I've seen them as their like lock screens or they print it out and have ah. the, my pictures just up around their house, which is kind of, you know, mind blowing. Mm -hmm. Be like, I did that and it's a big part of their life. I know. But I've had I've had a few people. I know. <laughs> I've had a few people like ask me how to get started and I basically helped them become photographers and they've started business and started making really good content just off of seeing my work. Dang, so how does one become another Sage Shirley in the world but their own self? <laughs> well, first you got to grow out your hair. All right. So that... All right. There we go. <laughs> grow out the lot. Yeah. Out... All right. All right. Cool. Number you know, one. you know, um, See, the thing about being a photographer, I don't really like, I've always been against like formal art schools and stuff. Like it's understandable to know like the basics and to like teach somebody how to use either a camera or like singing with you or mm -hmm. anything like that. Mm -hmm. But trying to dictate and tell someone how to do it past that is kind of, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of against it because the whole creative atmosphere with photography, with singing, with painting and all that is all about your expression. So basically, right. I'll, I'll walk somebody through how to use a camera, how to do, but from, from that, it's just what you see and what you want to do. Mm. Now, do you have a favorite photo? <laughs> or do you love all your photos equally? <laughs> I love them all. They're all my children. They're all your children. Now, okay. See, I'll have a favorite, but then I'll take another one and that'll be my favorite. So every set just ends up being my favorite. I get that. You know, as artists, we all have things that we take the time and work to create and we can't really pick a favorite. Like I was talking to uh, another artist who's a musician uh, from Artists to Watch and he makes a lot of like hip hop and uh, rap songs. And I was asking, well, wh which out of your catalog is your favorite? He's like, man, I can't pick specifically one. It's all me. And I was like, you're right. Because everything you create, depending on your mood, depending on how your flow is on the day, it's represents you. So that makes sense. You can't really pick a favorite, but I always enjoy asking the question. <laughs> All right. Here's another yeah, one. I mean, <laughs> what's your favorite anime? Oh, I see you. I see. Yes. You. Yes. You see, got <laughs> this is AQ. <laughs> this represents me, man. Mm. You know, got to, you know, I haven't, I'll be honest. I've been slacking on my anime game oh, recently. Oh, man. He was slacking. But recently, I mean, I haven't got deep into anime in like a couple of years. A couple of years? He's been out the I game. Just, I've been out the game. Been out the game. But man. I'd say probably, probably either Parasite or Dead Man Wonderland. All right. That's some good picks right there. Okay. You've been out the game. You got yeah. some good picks, though. Good picks. Good picks. Dead Man Wonderland got a good manga. I wish they would continue with the anime too. Uh, they just finished. They just oh, like stopped too. it on that like first esque season. Parasite mm -hmm. Maxim. Such that was shame. pretty good stuff. Yeah, it's always a shame, especially the good ones. What I've about been, you? What's your favorite? My favorite, you know, is Dragon Ball Z, of course. Um, Yu Yu Hakusho, the, the old school classics. Uh, Tokyo Ghoul, I enjoyed that. Uh, I've been watching a lot of different things here and there. I'm actually doing the One Piece challenge. I'm trying to rewatch re all of them, 900 episodes of One Piece right Ooh. now, because I got the time too. So I'm doing. That. You got the time, yeah. Yeah, I got the time. One I just like finished, 64. Since they put it on Netflix, I just finished rewatching all of Avatar and Legend of Korra. Oh yeah, I just saw that they added Legend of Korra on there. Choices right there. Mm -hmm. Already done with it. How do you? Week. How do you feel about the creators of Avatar leaving? the uh creation of the live action movie what's your thoughts oh i got a lot of thoughts oh man speak your truth man um <laughs> i'm so nervous because <laughs> <laughs> i mean netflix netflix makes some really good stuff i've worked on quite a few netflix productions and they make a lot of really good stuff but they've also ruined quite a few adaptations <laughs> Death Note. Oh uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Death Note. <laughs> Death Note. <laughs> so um, I just 
it's see it's not just them leaving it's them leaving because uh, netflix was wanting to go in a different direction already yeah and you know if, if what they what they gonna do with to that leave, <laughs> yeah what they gonna do with that i mean you got the live the other live action avatar I mean, movie on there too so what you gonna do <laughs> we don't speak about that <laughs> yeah we don't speak about that it doesn't exist that yeah. and dragon ball evolution i don't talk about those <laughs> oh no i mean I'll, I'll give it a chance i'll give it a chance I, yeah i keep an open mind I'm very hesitant now. yes very hesitant like the og said nah fam i'm out that made me really nervous like uh y'all got both seasons on there Just you can't screw up now you know you got you got source material to look at <laughs> yeah don't screw this up now i mean so did so did him not shame along but did he Oh goodness! <laughs> I can't watch that movie. No, I can't. Try. I, I was showing my little brother one day. He was like, "Why is it trash?" All right, I'll show you. Played the first few seconds, and he was like, "Oh." I was like, "Yeah, let me stop it right there. I'm not gonna go any farther. That's it's not worth my time at this point." I was like, "Let me show you what it's really supposed to look like." So I put the the first episode of Avatar: The Last Airbender in the um the original cartoon, and I was like, "Yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be right there." You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't even compare. It doesn't. Oh man, have you been keeping up with the Rona? How have you been going through Rona times with photography? Has it affected you at all? Have you been Gucci? I mean, it. I'll be honest. It killed my business there for like <laughs> oh, the first couple months. Oh. I, oh, I had maybe no. one photo shoot like the whole first month that it started popping off. Oh yeah, because I remember January you uh, was you was uploading everything February early February. Yeah. Nothing. Oh yeah, it was, I was doing real good. I was starting to get <laughs> I was starting to hit that kind of groove, and then Rona killed me. Oh man, really? But yeah, but in like the past month and a half, it's really started picking back up. So that's good. But as far as my as far as my photo shoots go, I've just been, of course, wearing a mask with everything right. I do and. Right. The good thing about the photography thing is I don't have to be up in someone's face, so I can usually keep at least like six feet. Or you definitely social distancing. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't all up in somebody's girl taking a photo. It's like right, I'm gonna be right here. Yeah. And a lot of the shoots that I do are more like nature or that kind of thing, so we're usually not around people, so it's usually not that big of a problem. Oh man, you got nature shoots. So like, what's the best nature destination that you've taken that was like memorable see i'm <laughs> i feel kind of bad because i like to i live in raven county and we have a lot of really nice nature things around us right I mean, we got a couple lakes a lot of waterfalls a lot of rivers so i've been i've been kind of staying staying around here and okay. there's this one spot there's this one spot off this trail in Tallulah Falls that um, is a big open area has great sunlight everything and I've done probably I'd say 11 shoots there 11 so shoots so that's probably my favorite place oh yeah Tallulah yeah. Falls that's, that's a definitely beautiful place right there and Another. within like a mile there's so much diversity you right about that diversity oh yeah alright so during the times of the protests and things of that nature, did you take a lot of photos during that time as well? I do feel kind of bad because uh. I wasn't able to get down there. <laughs> no. Disclaimer, guys. I would have been there if you could. <laughs> I would have. <laughs> I was from afar. I was signing petitions. I was donating. I was doing what I could. But That's good. That's right. I just, right. with my work schedule, because I had, I took on a little part-time job at the time, between that and um, just the way I got to get in, I just couldn't get down there half the time. I did go right. to two different protests, but I didn't get that many photos from them mm -hmm. uh, because of just the group I was with and not wanting to have that much on me at the time. Right. That makes sense. That make that makes sense because right. a lot of the reporters and photographers were definitely being targeted. Oh yeah, that is true. You make a good point. 
Mm-hmm. Protect, protect the photographers out there, man. Protect them. All right. What are your plans for the next five years? Uh, keep breathing. That's, that's the mantra right there. Yeah. Keep breathing. Right there. Y'all heard it here first. Keep breathing. Don't stop breathing. Keep breathing. <laughs> You know what I'm well, thank y'all for having me. That we, <laughs> nah. thank, thank y'all for having me. We are, now I'm just laying now. We're not done yet. You thought. Nope. <laughs> I mean, Rona's kind of kind of messed up everybody's long-term plans, I'd say. Oh, yeah. I feel that. Me too. But, <laughs> I mean, right now, I'd be I'd be expecting to be traveling across the country and, like, on a road trip. Oh, but yeah. Rona ain't allowing that. Yeah, ain't no, ain't no traveling like that right. unless you want to. Flights is cheap. <laughs> Wear your mask. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kind of, you know, kind of keep the photography business going, keep that building. But I'm also wanting to, you know, diversify, get more in the movies, get that kind of thing. And I've been looking at a, a few different avenues of starting my, like, other businesses, like starting mm-hmm. Airbnbs, getting properties, getting stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. And so I'm just, mm-hmm, I'm just slowly moving in that direction. Okay. That's right. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's definitely a good idea because Airbnb is popping. Everybody's looking for Airbnbs instead of hotels oh, nowadays because yeah. of the price, and it's like accessibility. Yep. So you definitely got a niche going on there. Look at you, Sage. What I've really been looking at, I know. <laughs> what I've really been looking at is, uh, you know how everyone's redoing buses right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm 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 gonna give me a bus. You gonna get you I'm a bus? It. You gonna redo it? What they do with the bus? bus? What they uh-huh. do with the bus? <laughs> I'm gonna use that to go on the road trip probably next year that I'd plan to be taking right now. And when I'm done, set that up as an Airbnb. So it's making money as well. So you know keep going. Hey, okay. You're gonna customize the bus up. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Pimp the bus. Pimp my ride has returned just for Sage and his bus, man. He about to whip around, dog. Right. Road trip. We out here next season. Next season. Prime and ready. You know what I'm saying? Ready to go. What's the name of your business so the people can know? Sage Shirley Photography. Oh, look at that. Short, simple, sweet. This man has such a dope logo. Like, I'm, I'm not tripping. I used to walk by the Swanson Center. This man is at, like, a big, huge, like, marketing tool. This man had everything on there. I was like, dude, this man's ahead of his time. Like, what? Like, like he don't he don't need to be here. Like he need to go ahead and start his thing already. I mean he already did, but right. <laughs> you you ahead of your time. That's back actually... when my marketing was better than my photos. All right. <laughs> and now which one is better now? It's like equal playing field now. I'd say about equal. Yeah. About equal. About equal. Has there ever been a time where you failed and succeeded? Where I failed and succeeded. Yeah, like you failed once, and then you rose and t- rose, and then success. I'll be honest. There's there's been a couple shoots where people haven't been happy. Oh dang! You want to talk about any of them? <laughs> you don't got to disclose their name or nothing. <laughs> there was this one model down around Atlanta that I did some um, modeling photos for, and that was back when I was. You know, a little younger, a little, I don't want to say worse, but a little more unexperienced. You know, he wasn't seasoned yet. And yeah. that's right. And I'll be honest, the lighting was terrible. Ah. Uh, so she, she wasn't that happy. We know lighting. But <laughs> yeah, but I got my lighting kit. I went back down there, did her another shoot free of charge, and she was beyond happy. So. Mm. Sage guarantee. <laughs> Sage guarantee. Oh, so you came back and she was not unhappy like that anymore? Yeah, I mean, it had been about a month. I'd, <laughs> I'd seen where I messed up, brought back some proper lighting. We redid the shoot, and yeah, she couldn't have been happier. Okay, L- look at you, man. Adjustments, improvement. You know, we're not all perfect. You know, we fail once, but we succeed again. You always learn. Some people usually give the answer to the question as in, that's an everyday thing, man. Every day, which it is true. You could fail every day and then succeed. Right. But that's interesting. That is I mean, I don't know about everybody else, but uh, no, I'm. 
man flossing. Oh, I'm wiping the dirt off my shoulder, you know. <laughs> oh man. Oh, here's another question for you. How did you get named Sage? Where does that come from? Man, probably my mama. Mama. <laughs> All right, mama. Now, I've I've talked with her a few times about it. She's always liked she's no hippie or anything, but she's always liked more <laughs> natural stuff, more right. Being Cherokee and being native, uh, always that more things. But she, honestly, she never, she didn't have the plan for Sage. I was going to be like named after Rhett Butler from fucking Gone with the Wind. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so. Wait a minute. Oh my goodness. I yeah. am crying. So, that is funny. On the way to the hospital to have me, she, we went down a Sage Street there was a this like medical equipment thing in there uh named sage and i forget there was something like else like something about the food they gave her had sage in it mm -hmm. and she's just like when they asked you know what should we name the style she's just like sage so it was just kind of like um galaxy working type deal he's like i won't be red butler i'll be sage <laughs> I won't. I, i'm not going gone with the wind thank god I, for that i'm just trying to burn like sage like I ain't trying to do that. That's right. That's interesting, I'm trying to cleanse. <laughs> I'm just trying to cleanse myself. That's it. That is wild, man. That is so funny, though. That's like for me. My parents already knew from the get-go. You're going to be Amin. <laughs> Mom liked Arabic names. She's like, Amin. That's it. I was like, okay. I don't really have any wild stories like me being named other things. Whenever they pronounce my name, they always say Ian, Emin, Amen. I get all these different type of pronunciations. So I'm like, it's Amin, you know what I mean? It's, it's simple like that. Mm -hmm. Has anyone ever like mispronounced your name? I mean, it's pretty easy. Like, <laughs> will you be surprised? <laughs> Every, it never fails. Every new Chick-fil-A I go to, whenever they, uh, it's always Chick-fil-A, it's nowhere else. You was right. They're always like, all right, we got an order here. Uh-huh, even Starbucks gets it right. But they're like, we got an order here for Surge. You got a surge out here? Surge? Oh, no. I got Amy. Yeah. They said, Amy? I said, who? I looked around. What? Amy, your food. Grilled chicken sandwich. I was like, oh, it's Amin. Oh, sorry. I was like, oh. okay. I was like, I'm definitely not an Amy. Do I look like an Amy to you? Like, is there? Uh -huh. Yes, Amy. No, I'm not Amy. Yeah. <laughs> like, where does Amy come from? Like, I want to know. Tell me, world. How do you mispronounce A-M-I-N? Or is S-A-G-E. It's not Surge, it's Sage. <laughs> I don't even understand how they hear it like Amin, Sage. I don't understand. I don't I don't get it. Mm -mm. I don't know if there's like a specific genre of photography, but what would you place yourself in in terms of photography? I think everyone I know has asked me this and oh, I, I just say I just say everything. Everything? That's good. That's because good. Because even at even when I first started that convention, I did four types of photography on the first days, and I've just I've never like specialized, which I don't really see a need to, because mm -hmm. I mean I can do it all. So why right. limit myself? That's true. Why limit yourself when you could do it all? That's why I feel like with music too, like never box yourself into one genre. Be open to do anything because you never know when that spot's gonna hit for you that's right because i'm waiting for that country rap track right country rap track. i got you <laughs> <laughs> see what i can do definitely let me get a feature oh okay okay i got you man definitely definitely have you with have you with your camera is over with have you recorded music videos yet though yeah. <laughs> i have you I have recorded two music videos yeah. oh for real oh man two yeah. music videos Dang, let me get the take on that. What was that like? It's a funny story, actually. I was on my way to, uh, I was down in Edgewood, and I'd been cast in a music video um, as like an extra. They were doing like a concert scene. Mm -hmm. So I was down there to be in that, and I read the time wrong, and I was two hours early. So I was chilling <laughs> in Edgewood. Oh, I had Edgewood. nothing to do, so I just got out. I had my camera and was walking around and there was these guys there recording another music video. Mm -hmm. 
and I just kind of hung around so they finished with that like scene they were doing it was like yo what's up they're like hey and we just started talking and I had my drone and different stuff and they're like hey film this music video with us and I'm like all right let's do it and that was that dang you never know where you at the right place the right time I be going by Edward sometimes too it's such a small world because you be seeing people like you know and it's just out of nowhere it's like what what you doing here Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm What you doing here? Just walking around. I'm just walking around, just promoting myself. You know, I just that's I just right. sing. That's all. I'm just here. But that's pretty dope. They're like walking oh, down the street singing. All right, you know, you meet your cameraman. This is funny though, because uh, we were in Buckhead and we were going around like bar hopping in different clubs or whatever. So um, my godbrother had this guy who uh, does photography and also video, but he has video camera out. And he was just following people, video cameraing them. So he followed us for the entire night and to the early morning. And we was just turning up each bar, every place that we went to. And it turns out one of the bars that I went to, one of my friends was the DJ. And I was like, yo, is this is my world. And we daffed up. Man was on the DJ set, the ones and twos. And <laughs> we just we were just turning up like every single bar we went to. We livened up the party. And that video ended up getting put on YouTube. And even to this day, everyone's like, Yo, are you famous or something? Like you're on this video. I was like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just there. I was there at the I right mean, time. Maybe, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe. You know, this is that kind of scene where I'm like, I'm standing on top of like the little bar side or whatever, and I'm just dancing. I got these sunglasses on. I'm just chilling, grooving, vibing. It's a good time. Oh, man. I love that video. Good time, right? <laughs> oh, you see that video? <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've watched that video. And <laughs> it's see funny. you up there just vibing. It's... Yeah, man. Shades on. I was like, I don't even know who I is. They'd be like, oh, are they famous or something? They got like a cameraman following them. Because we had the cameraman. And one of my other friends, he had he has like a bunch of followers. They're like 30K or whatever. And everyone was st- stopping him. They were like, you look like Sway Lee. And he was like, he was like tipsy drunk out of his mind. He was like off tequila or whatever. And I had to grab him like, yo, bro, come on, dude. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> man, I was stumbling. I'm like, okay, dude, you, you got to go, man. Like, I don't know what you're planning. Like, uh-uh. It was a wild night. I can say that. You ever got any wild bar stories, bro? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, most of my, <laughs> you, most you my wild stories happen, happen at, like, friend's house and stuff. Oh, friend houses. Yeah, that's, that's true. Friend times be wild, schwild. True that. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, trying to think. Let's see. I mean, there was that time... <laughs> Bats of the convention stuff. Um, mm-hmm. One of the performers was uh, K Camp. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And he was up there doing a set. And it was towards the end of the thing. I'd been on stage basically the whole time, taking pictures, hanging out with the two um, groupies he had with him. And right. They, oh, my God. <laughs> In about literally 20 minutes, these two super small chicks had went through a full giant bottle of champagne. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, they were really wild. Time. They, wild. <laughs> they were wilding, but wilding. towards the end of the set, uh, K Camp's hype man, uh, it was like the start of uh, I forget which song, but called him up there and was like, mm-hmm. Yo, everybody get on stage. And <laughs> like right after he said that, we had about 60 people jump the gates and was on stage. Oh man, and there was only about four people working security, so there was literally nothing they could do. And we we're all just like looking around like, is this okay? And it was just a giant block party at that point. Yo, that reminds me of when I went to a Kendrick Lamar concert and in his set, he had Travis Scott. And when Travis Scott came up, Travis Scott was like, yo, everybody, uh, step up to the front. I don't care who you is, step up to the front. And all you see, everybody just runs from their seat, no matter how far they are, and just runs down straight to the top, to the front row where everybody else is like, who probably paid for that front seat are just up there. He's like, don't ruin my set. And all the security people are just looking around like, uh, and they can't really do nothing because Travis Scott was like, nah, they can come. Don't, don't stop them. You can come. I was like, wow, yo, that is wild to think one word from artists can do that to people because they was running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't never seen so many people run before Dude, my life. Crazy. It was running. But then he was off. They were like, get back to seat. <laughs> get back. Hey, oh my gosh, I was I was tripping. This man was flying on a straight up like dragon, like a like a um I don't know what it was. It was like a straight up dragon in, in the in like the sky hanging from the sky. He was just like on it while the music was bumping. 
I was wilding. This man, this man know how to perform, though. Right, Definitely entertainer. Definitely, you know, when you that big, of course, you got to know how to okay. entertain above all else. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, there's you, a reason you're that big. Yeah, definitely. There is a reason. There's no reason you're out there. Because if there was no reason, then I don't know. There is some people that there's no reason. They just got big because the thing is catchy. You know what I'm saying? They just hit you with it. All right. Do you ever, true, like, true. look at, like, certain pieces of, like, artwork or photography and, like, uh, critique it, like, personally or, like, take the techniques from it, like, to help you grow? I mean... Being on Instagram and that, you see a ton of right these incredible photos and artists like that. Yeah. But, I mean, I I don't want to say stole because, I mean, everybody does the same kind of stuff. Uh, but yes, I definitely sir. took inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I took sampling. inspiration from a few. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took inspiration from a few, like, ones like that. Uh, mostly just like locations and stuff I never thought about like laundry mat photo shoots like who thinks about going and doing a big shoot in one of those that is true who does that but who thinks about that I know but the photos look really good so why not why not you know uh, do what it do I do like uh, going through and just seeing if I can if I can figure out or just know how somebody did something like the technique the way they position the lightning mm-hmm. how they edited that kind of thing and that's what really helped me um kind of understand my photography a little better to be able to go through and break down a photo and see how it's made i feel that i do which i mean the same could be that. said about music yeah yeah same, yeah, same thing with music I, I try to listen to different things and get inspiration from it or just like in terms of melody or just just seeing what they're doing to draw people in or wordplay. Cause I, I like oh, yeah. lyrics, lyrics, some, something that is lost in times is lyrics, lyrics. Do you have like a favorite song that has lyrics that just hit okay. you? You got, you got any songs like that? Are you pop it in your playlist? <laughs> I mean, I can, I can send you a whole playlist. If we want to be honest. But... Oh, so he got the whole playlist, like over a hundred songs, millions, thousands. <laughs> oh, Try uh try about twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. All right, that's for I believe that twelve hundred playlist. You call that the road trip no, playlist? I listen to every. Listen to everything. I see every day playlist. Let's be real. <laughs> every yeah, single I listen day. Listen to a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. I feel you. You got any got any songs like right now that you like recently like listened to before you got on here? I don't know. I've been. I've been liking some Baby No Money recently. Baby No Money? All right. Getting there, I, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. How you feel about WAP? <laughs> I like it. You like it? <laughs> Good. Good. It hit number one like on it. the charts, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. It hit number for one on the charts for a reason. Definitely. I'm like, wow. I'm like, kudos, kudos to Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. They doing it big. Uh, Meg Thee Stallion especially because I think she's – Still yeah. doing college stuff while she's doing all the music and the touring and all the fame. It's inspirational. Mm-hmm. That's inspirational, like when you Which is finally make it. You know, right? So it's like, dang. She's like basically like the same age yeah. as us, around the same age, doing a lot of things and still trying to get a degree. Inspirational. Mm-hmm. I always try to yeah, take inspiration. You've seen a ton of people. Yeah. A ton of like the up and coming ones are basically our age. Yeah. That is wild to me. And that I mean, wild. You gonna say something? Like you'll look at the top forty and yeah, sorry. You look at the top forty and I mean most most of them are like under thirty. Oh, it's true. Like the late pop smoke, he was twenty before he died, man. And I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, bro. I was older than you, but you sound like you older than me. Like what? What is that? I know. What is that? You sound like you forty. Are you looking? Look at these guys' careers. They've been doing it like eight years. Boy, you started when you were 12. Come on. Yeah, like, wow. Man, been grinding. I'm like, that's inspirational to me. That motivates me to keep grinding with my stuff no matter what. Like, because I don't really care about the fame. I just care about the impact. Like, if I give an impact to, to, to somebody through a song, that's, that's what matters. If they feel good about it, then cool. If they feel good about us talking in this podcast, that's good. Like, your people, your listeners that follow you, that listen to this, they're going to be like, man, that guy's sage. Inspirational. 
That's like, yeah, word. That's a, that's a pound of chest right there. Word. <laughs> word. But, I mean, somebody's pretty inspirational for doing something about like this. I mean, that a mean guy is pretty inspirational. Uh, you're right. <laughs> Not a mean guy. Who is he? <laughs> I want to know, man. Oh, yeah, who is he, man? I, I came up yeah. with this, you know. I was just, like, rambling one day, Monday. you know, Motivational <laughs> Monday. You know, it's wild. You know, me and Sage go way, way back, you know. Not even way, way back. I would say way, way back because it feels way, way back. But it was just, like, the other day, semester, I was just a grad assistant for his department. I don't yeah. know what it's called, right? Mass Communications? Yeah, that. I did a lot of work in that. But Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. I did a lot of stuff. But, it's um, crazy to think. Yeah, crazy to think that I would it's be It's already been, like, two years. Yeah, right? Wild. I can't believe it. 2020 got canceled and then 2021 is gonna come back will that be the rebirth year find out next time i don't know i hope so <laughs> i pray I so <laughs> i i really hope you know what i'm saying i pray i never expected i'd be doing this this all came from just doing youtube for a while and now currently we got 112 subscribers we got over 80 some s videos on youtube all dedicated to talking about me motivation and you know your friday motivation as always Talks with AQ is just to promote everybody who's out there grinding, whether you are an artist, photographer, or anything else. And it's just me giving my thoughts. So for you, is there anything, you know, that makes you rant or you just can't get enough ranting about? I mean, there's a lot of social issues, you know. Oh, right. That could yeah, easily definitely. spend an hour talking about. Oh, yeah, definitely. Social what are you most passionate about politically? <laughs> it doesn't have to be which party, which that. What issue we're facing right now? I think the issue exists on the level of um, a lot of people have been discussing who's the greater evil. You know, you got anonymous talking about who's what, who's who, the truth behind that. We got pedophilia. We got a lot of things going on that's coming to the light. And it makes you wonder, like, for me, I don't really align to either party. I'm just kind of like, I like to look at it from a broad spectrum and I like to um, evaluate, you know, what's really going on. Because sometimes you can get blinded. So you got to make sure you know what's really going on before you really mm -hmm. get into it. So there's like there's a lot of speculations. There's so many different things. It's like, wow, like as the voter... How do you maneuver yourself around all of this? It's it's really tricky because, I mean, you look at both sides and everybody's got skeletons in the closet. Right. So you just got to see who's going to have the best interest at heart. That is true. It's very true. I can see, like, it's very hard for the voter now, nowadays because we have the Internet. The Internet is, like, the most resourceful tool that you have. But it could be a double-edged sword because you don't know what's being really tampered with, what's just being shown to you mm -hmm. just to show to you or shown to you just to manipulate. Like, you don't know. So it's more of like at your own discretion to trust what you're going to get is what you're going to get. And, like, there's so much he yeah, said, I she mean, said. You're... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, you definitely hear so much about fake news and such but yeah i feel like yeah. now is probably the worst that has probably ever been as far as fake news and fake yes you just it basically is on every person to review everything yeah because everyone's basically like want to believe at home and they have the freedom to just scroll around yeah. scroll around scroll around scroll around all right what's this said all right let me look deeper into that oh yeah we got twitter Oh, yeah, we got that. We got Facebook. Oh, man, social media. Oh, let's look at this. Look, look at that. It's like so many outlets coming at you at different places. And your phone even listens to what you're talking about, too, and will send you stuff. <laughs> yeah. You could be talking about your favorite video game, and then, oh, pops up on your phone. You can talk about, oh, I wanted to buy this. Pops up on there. I'm like, I, I don't know. how everything is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you basically just have to figure out what your beliefs are, what you have faith in and what you agree with and just kind of go with that because in, as you like try to avoid fake news and look for like the realness that leads you down the hole to like conspiracies and other things. And it just, yeah, everything yeah. just wraps in back on itself. 
Yeah, definitely, because there's so many conspiracy theories. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like lists and lists of conspiracy theories that you can like find on YouTube or find just in like documents and junk. And you could be on that thing for hours on hours wondering what is the truth? What is this? And it's like, huh? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which I mean, I, I agree with a few, but like, Oh snap. All right. Yeah, but yeah, that is true. There is some that ring true that make you like really think like, mm-hmm. mm. hit you with that. Mm. <laughs> There's also some that are you. You just gotta be like, are you kidding me? Yeah, are you are you for real? Nah, nah, you you joking, right? Nah, that's not real. Yeah, come on now. And that and that's a true point because there's a lot of them things that be like, uh huh. So and so did this. He did. Why would he still? Why would he still be doing it? Like I don't know. But only time will tell. Cause like anything, sooner or later, skeletons come out the closet, and then years later, we get the. I think the greatest example I mean, of this would be the surviving R. Kelly junk. Even though we all knew, we all knew, we all knew, Boondocks knew, mm-hmm. and they even sent the little mm-hmm. like scene of them in the court where the lady's like, it's R. Kelly. He can piss on me. It's R. Kelly. And it's like, okay. And then he actually gets off. And then currently, you know, it kind of happened to say, except he's kind of like low-key, low-key now because everybody's on him now. And we're like, uh-uh. Like, he lost the deal with Sony. He lost all that stuff. Interesting thing that I saw today on Twitter was Trey Songz got the same treatment. I was very confused. Man, it was trending number two on Twitter. And I was wild. And I was like, man. And they were, like, comparing him to R. Kelly is and all that junk. And I was like, wow. And that goes more into so many people being canceled, whether they're celebrity or anything. So how do you feel about the cancel culture these days? I, uh... <laughs> Yeah, it's another one of those things, which is initially really good. I mean, a a lot of bad things have been done, especially in the media world Mm -hmm. that needs to be addressed, needs to come out into the light. But there's also a point to where it is that toxic cancer culture that where you hear where you say one thing that someone don't like and your entire career is over. Do you think there is redemption? And people, I know people are not always perfect all the time. So I know there's there's a point where they learn. Mm-hmm. But I know how people are these days. Once somebody yeah. makes a mistake, get them out of there. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I I believe there is on certain things. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's something like with R. Kelly and stuff like that. I don't really see a redemption uh, from nah, that. Uh, yeah, no, no, nah, Which nah. isn't deserved either. It's over with. But <laughs> as far as like... I'm not saying if a person has like a huge history of racism or that, but if something's mm-hmm. taken out of context or if there is one small slip up, then there is, if they work to better themselves, to help in that community, help in that, then there is a path of redemption. Mm. I don't say every, nobody deserves a like get out of jail free card, but right. should at least have a path to work towards. It's true. So being as a Cherokee na- native, have you ever came across racism? I mean, look at where we're at. <laughs> True facts heard here by Sage. You heard it here first. Talks with AQ. <laughs> I mean, I definitely, I definitely have experienced stuff. And I mean, I don't like to... Uh, what I've experienced has not been as bad as other people in similar situations. But, you know, right. all racism is bad. Right. But... I feel like being in the small town and still being around where I am, a lot of the people's views are as they are. Mm-hmm. And I go against their views in a lot of ways. But being growing up here and being known to a lot of these people, it hasn't affected me as deeply as it has when I've gone to other places and felt similar treatment from people who grew up in similar backgrounds, but yet don't know me on that kind of degree. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That makes sense. I can understand, like, even in my day, I think with with racism and things of that nature, prejudice, you know, I faced them certain times. I I never really saw them as, like, major at the time. Well, when I look back, I mean, they, they were probably major. But I think as me mm-hmm. being, like, the strong-minded person, I just didn't let it phase me at the time. But I know 
in our current days, it's kind of like that raging, like underneath thing that like people don't really consider at times. And they just kind of like put it under the rug. So I think it's good that now it's out in the light, but I think it's more of the next question is where do we go from here? And I hope what we go from here is an improvement and we grow. That's all we can do is grow and improve. Because, I mean, it's understandable. Not everybody's perfect, but we all have to learn and not repeat our same mistakes because we got history to learn from, countless pages of history to learn from, and a lot even now to learn from now, even our own today, so that we can teach our children and teach them, you know, the right way, you know? That's that's how I feel. I agree. (laughs) I feel like... We are at one of the most divided and most racially charged points in arguably our entire history. Yeah. But it's also a time where we've never been like so accepting and so like at least knowledgeable about different groups in every way. So I feel like right now is going to be rough and we have a lot to get through. But I feel like with our generations and the ones forward, It'll be a lot easier because we we see it all, we understand, and it's everyone's just more aware of everything as it is now. And usually, when you're more aware of something, it usually becomes more normalized and more accepted yeah. to a degree. Definitely, definitely. Sage with the wisdom, everybody. Got wisdom. He wise. Yeah. He is wise. That's why they call me Sage. Oh, look at that! Boom knowledge (laughs) so how do you feel about the statement of um when people say you know that your land was stolen and those type of remarks what do you say to those type people i mean was it not oh oh there we go (laughs) i mean you look at it you have a group of people coming over to a nation that's already inhabited and saying it's ours Right. That's I. Th- I don't think you can get a more plain definition of stolen. Right. So, do Native Americans have beef with that still, even to this day? It it really varies. I think every Native, to a degree, has like a kind of anger to it. I mean, some have accepted the like benefits and stuff that being that but it's not so much that like land was stolen mm-hmm. that whole deal i mean that was a big thing but it's everything right. that happened after right. that right you heard it here first y'all straight from the sage man the sage right. man the sa- you know you can think I'm- sage in different ways burning sage oh the sage a wise man like man you got the cool you got a cool name man i just gotta tell you bro you- <laughs> cool name hey, look who's talking Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Patrons, feel free to ask any questions. The Sage, he's a photographer. He does video. There's a lot of things. Everything. Um, where can we find you, Sage? All right, you can find me on Instagram at pages underscore of underscore Sage. Okay. You can find me on Facebook as Sage Shirley or Sage Shot. Sage Shirley Photography. There we go. All right. And Flickr, Sage Shirley Photography. Yelp, Sage Shirley Photography. My house. <laughs> Out on the streets. Sage Shirley Photography. The whip. A car Sage driving by. Yeah. If you want to be brand ambassador, Sage Shirley Photography. That's right. Yeah, here. Everywhere. Everywhere. On a means new single, that feature. Sage Shirley up. Photography. <laughs> Oh no lie! I want to have you record like one of my one of one of my singles, man. I don't know, yeah. I don't know which one, man. But let me on. Hey, I I was on American man. I was on American Idol. Oh, talk about American! I totally forgot about that. How was American yeah. Idol? I forgot about that. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> oh man! No, nah. I, I can't relate. <laughs> no, nah. I went down to uh, audition last year. Yeah, last year, and it was a making. So went down, they had me fill out a couple forms, stuck me in a room with like 80 other people. And there was about six judges, none of which were the celebrities that are on the show. Right, and, the producers. Yep. We got split in the groups of four and we had to go up four at a time to sing for these people. 
and like one by one we'd sing and he'd like talk to us a little bit and then he'd tell us how bad we were and then we'd leave oh well day cutthroat i was i was there probably an hour saw a little over 100 people audition and nobody got mm. through oh man. And i mean some of these people were absolutely incredible but no <laughs> that reminds me of when i went audition in the voice when i was like a junior in high school and um we were, it was like the same how you talking about how they split us up in the groups but the different thing was is it was like one person and this lady i remember so vividly she had a cowbell and she had us all stand up you know saying whatever on the x line she just stay on the x and sing so y'all sang but then like she straight up like had a full-fledged conversation one of the people was like hey so-and-so um come meet me after 12 blah blah blah, blah. And i was just looking i was like yo this rig this is a setup <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was funny one of the same dudes in the room he sang the baby lock them doors and turn them lights down low. He sang that song. I didn't think it was all that because I was like, yeah, I've heard better. Like, come on now. Man, they put him on the show. Tell me why my mom was watching The Voice the other day. I mean, not recently, but back in that time. She's watching it. And the man popped up on the episode singing in front of, like the real celebrity judges. But guess what? He didn't make it through. <laughs> no. He was just there. What? <laughs> Which amazes me about like some of the terrible ones that they put through just for like comedy. Yeah, I think it's just there, just just for that comedy effect, just for them ratings. I'm just accepting Which, that. I mean, yeah, there's some really funny ones, but also you're using that spot that could have went to someone super talented. Exactly. Like, what happened to the authenticity anymore? Like, come on now, like promote talent. Don't promote like mediocre. Mediocre. Like, come on. Yeah. Now. Because then it brings out that like type of thing that's like anyone can do it now and that illusion like oh yeah you can do it too but if we have like too many people that are like you we're not going to pick you because like that's kind of like how Mm -hmm. i got from it's kind of like the analytic aspect is like oh we have x amount of like this type of singer who has this type of range okay we're doing that we got x amount of people that are from georgia that are country singers we got that we got this so it's kind of like a numbers game like they got this amount of people ready that they're good with so now they're just looking for like if somebody really wows them, then they might take them. But even then, it's kind of like it's like a roll of, yeah. of the dice or a coin flip. You either Which, got it or you don't. I'll be honest. I kind of looked at it at that angle. I went in with a Red Hot Chili Peppers song, and I knew I'm. I mean, I mean I'm kind of diverse. I I don't got to be blind to admit it. Right. And the out of like the the group that we had, we had a country guy. We had kind of like uh, a kind of. I don't know, hipster, ska guy, Mm -hmm. and then just a very, like, all-American girl and me. And out of the group, like, he he basically didn't talk to any of the other ones, but after I finished, he, like, asked, you know, what do you do? Where are you from? That kind of thing. So, like, kind of gauging me. And so I thought I had a decent chance, but I just didn't have the vocal quality back then to back it up. Right. Definitely. It's like, when you, like, think about it from a business perspective and all that, like, because, you know, you're knowledgeable in business, and you see Mm -hmm. that, so it's like, and it's like, wow, this is what it's really like. I'm like, is yeah. it my time? Probably not. That's why I was like, decided myself. I was like, man, I'm glad I'm doing this myself. Now I don't got to worry about nothing or anything like that. Like, I do my own singing. I make my own music in the corner of my room. I'm good. If I need to send vocals, I send them. And it's all Gucci. I don't need a label to tell me I'm good. I don't need television to tell me I'm good. I'm going to just right. do it for the people that like what I'm doing. And, and I mean, a lot of a lot of people's become successful that way. Right. That is truth. That is truth. I agree. hundred <laughs> percent. And I think right now in, in our times, it's good to have your own stuff going because Rona taught a lot. It taught oh, yeah. you that a job from nine to five ain't forever. <laughs> Which I mean, I've always been like a strong believer in like side hustles and getting a lot of different, avenues going but exactly yeah i mean you saw the unemployment numbers like upwards to like 36 million people Mm -hmm. just out of work like that right and they're all reliant on a stimulus check or unemployment and it's Mm -hmm. like once the unemployment is gone what you gonna do yeah which none of them are reliable so you just gotta gotta have something for you gotta put your grind together use your brain use your creativity right get that hustle going get that hustle going you heard it here first tossa aq get the hustle going because if you ain't hustling who else will like 
man, I was I was making a video today for a Wednesday reflection, and I was talking about how the moment I had my band had a band. It was called Chicken and Rice. <laughs> and the funny thing, funniest thing about it was, you know, even to this day we don't do the band anymore. But I always remember it because it's where I started. So it's more about the message of don't forget where you came from. So when you make it to where you see it as your destination, don't forget where you came from. When you was taking pictures for the little guy to now taking pictures for the big man or big woman, don't forget where you came from. Oh, yeah. And I won't either. I thank you for being on the show today, my man. Do you have any final words for the people out there that will listen to this? coming next saturday because i'm doing all these episodes ahead of time you know so i gotta be overachiever i see, you, <laughs> I see <you>. <laughs> what's your last word man and just get that hustle and keep it going and keep listening to you exactly there we go put the <laughs> keep listening to you i feel that oh man if you guys enjoy sage shirley please check him out on all of his socials man i will attach it in the description when the episode drops and i hope you guys enjoy i could have you back again man never know man see what's going on with you updates (laughs) anytime just let me know i will do as always this is talks with aq promoting motivation through life experiences promoting music promoting artists whether they're photographer or whether they sing and enjoy i'll see y'all next time